Yo, welcome back guys. So, this is the second episode. And, uh, you guys should kind of figure out that I found a banger name for this podcast. So, it's called The Bad At This Podcast. And, when I first recorded, um, you know, the intro episode, I didn't have a name yet. And, uh, I actually initially thought of, uh, you know, uploading it right after I recorded it. But uh, I kind of dragged it all the way till the next day to upload it because I was scrambling the whole night for a name to actually uh, name the podcast, you know. And I was looking at dictionaries and um, I was looking at the, at, uh, the thesaurus to actually gain like an, an alternative to different words I found, I, I, I found and I actually wanted to include these words. But uh, that didn't happen. So, and then I actually had a thought like, like, yo, I was so bad at this, and I was like, yo, why not I just use that, the bad at this podcast? And I quickly went to Google to actually search, you know, if there's any um podcast named bad at this, or, you know, somewhere along that line, and surprisingly, there isn't anyone. So, I was like, yo, let's just quickly, you know, put that down in, you know, our web, our uh, uh, hosting website, you know, the bad at this podcast. That will be a banger name, you know, it'll be good for marketing, it'll be good for, um, you know, s- promotion and, you know, mouth, uh, word of mouth um, in the future. So, yeah, we are stuck with this name right now, the bad at this podcast. Uh, you know, hopefully no one uses that, poc- that uh, name in the future uh, because I really don't know what to do with uh, securing the name right now. Do I call the Singapore government to say like, yo, this is my podcast and its name is better this and uh, you better charge anyone who uses that name in the future for their podcast. I really don't know. So guys, if if you guys know what to do, uh, please um, inform me because I really need some guidance on this. But uh, for now, I'm going to do nothing and I'm just going to hope that um, no one uses the name because it's such a, re- it's, it's really a, a good name. Oh yeah, and the second step is to um create the graphic design for our for the front for the front cover. Uh yeah, you know. And that was really easy. I just created that like in like 20 minutes or so. That's uh, the perks of having design skills, you know. I'm a design student from Nanyang Polytechnic, just graduated a month ago. So, uh yeah, it wasn't a trouble. It wasn't trouble for me, you know. I just took some f- like a free image of a hand sign, like a L hand sign, cropped that out, placed that placed that at the bottom of um the image, and then have better this that that typography written all over the top, with uh unmatched with with um okay what what is it with uh with um jumbled up um uh, typography fonts to to actually. Um, signify the name, you know, bad at this. So, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna make it look unprofessional, but professional at the same time. You get what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, that's how I created the whole identity of um uh, my podcast within one day. All right. So, um, let's get into this this week's episode. <laughs> well, I f- feel so weird saying that because it's my first time doing it. <laughs> let's get into this week's episode, uh, of the podcast. Which is uh, my isolation experience. So, I actually just recovered from from COVID like a week ago, uh, like the whole of last week. I was checked into this hotel because uh, the main reason why I checked myself into a hotel, firstly, is because it's free, and I initially thought that I'm gonna be alone. And yo, the f- the thought of being alone and having a free vacation that is sexy to me. Okay, because. I actually thought of, well, yo, why not I bring my microphone along, my MacBook along to record this podcast right now. And, yo, I mean, if that's the case, if that's the case, that would be good, you know. Uh, I could get this podcast out as soon as possible and, you know, no one's there to listen to me. But right now, I'm in my shoebox room uh, recording this. <laughs> okay, so, um, you know, this whole, this whole, this whole execution, this whole uh, podcast execution was actually thought of um, when I'm in isolation. And yeah, so this idea was actually meant to be a isolation idea. So I was supposed to record this podcast 
inside my hotel room. But uh, it was a shock because I didn't know that this hotel room was meant to be shared. Alright, so uh, I shall not tell you guys the hotel. Um, you guys most probably would not have heard of this hotel before because um, it's kind of um, of it is in it is located uh in a central area, but the thing is, it's not really a well known hotel. Uh, but the room is pretty nice. Uh, I I first checked in and I was like, yo, this this all for me. We had two beds and and like a bathtub and you know it's so damn big. I was thrilled at first, you know, when I checked in. But then I realized that on top of the beds, it was labeled bed 1 and bed 2. And I was like, oh no, shit, man. Fuck. Yeah, that's when I knew I was sharing it with someone. Yeah, so that's the whole context of uh, how how I thought of the idea of uh, executing this, uh, this, this podcast, you know. So uh, let me tell you how I thought I got COVID. So it was um last two weeks. Um it was a busy week for me because I I kinda realized like yo my time is running out um to to actually uh enjoy myself before I go into the army where before I get enlisted. So I was like calling everyone to hang out and uh yeah I went out for like four days in a row I think. Yeah, I remember I had lunch first two days and then on a Thursday, I went to Sentosa uh, with two of my friends. I think it's Ellie and Sub. And then after that, on Friday, there was uh, the UFC uh, weigh-ins, the official weigh-ins and the road to UFC. So, uh, yeah, you know, that's a must-attend must event. I I attended that with uh, Vic and, and Atu. And, you know, it was a good day, you know. Uh, and then Saturday was the day I found out I have COVID because uh, I woke up in the morning and I went to say hi to my mom. I said good morning. And then she was like, yo, your voice sounds kind of different. I'm like, oh, yeah, uh, you know, it must be from the screaming yesterday because, uh, you know, I was, you know, when you are in route to UFC and you are at the weigh-ins, you scream a lot because you know, I'm a mega fan. I'm a UFC mega fan. So, you know, it's good to see, um, the, you know, UFC fighters, you know, in person, you know, life in the flesh. This is the first time seeing them. So I was hyped, you know, I was screaming. So I was like, yo, it must be from the screaming yesterday. But she's like, oh, okay, you know, but uh, you, you might as well just test because uh, we had tons of COVID scares, you know, in the past the past uh, year or two. And, uh, you know, we, it's just standard to test, you know, if uh, you feel unwell. So I'm like, yeah, sure, we have like 200 ART kids at home anyways. Why not just test? And I was, and I tested, and I waited for 10 minutes, and nothing showed up, and uh, it shows negative. So I'm like, yo, mom, it's negative. And then she's like, oh, cool, uh, just go about your day. And I was like, okay, cool. But I forgot to uh, throw the ART test kit away, so it was on the table, sitting there for like 15 minutes more. And then my sister came by, and she and then she, and then she freaked out. She's like, yo, whose test kit is this? This is positive, look at this. And I was like, oh, shit. And then I went on to test, like, two more other times, and... Uh, they both showed as negative. <coughs> Sorry, my bad. Okay, they showed up as as negative at first, but um, you know, it's the fact that maybe <laughs> it's because I I only waited for ten minutes and then it's still negative, and then as I placed it out there on the table, uh, my on my dining table for like another fifteen minutes or so, it soon changed to to uh soon the second line showed up. And I was like, ah, shit, you know. So, yeah, I isolated in the room for the whole day. And uh, I was kind of sad because, look, the next day, it was UFC 275. And it was it was kind of a once-in-a-lifetime of experience. As a UFC fan, you want to go to this event. So, yeah, I waited for, like, three years just to go to UFC 275. And the fact that it's in Singapore, that's, like, it makes it way more convenient, you know. So I was like heartbroken. I was making tons of phone calls here and there uh, to friends and uh, to tell them like, yo, I'm fucked. I got COVID. I couldn't, I couldn't join you tomorrow. My, my whole, the whole next week is um, ruined for me, you know. Yeah, I was so sad, you know. And I was trying to, you know, assess where I got it from. And I think most likely I think I got it like two days before because uh, on 
when I went to Sentosa on Thursday, uh, when I went home, I kind of had an itch in my throat, but I was like, uh, maybe it's just a cough that is developing. So I kind of brushed it off. And uh, the next morning I woke up, I did have a little bit of sore throat and the, the itch in my throat was still there. And I, I didn't think too much of it. I kind of, but I kind of had this growing suspicion that I kind of developed uh, the COVID on that day already, but I just didn't want to test because I really wanted to go to uh, the, the weigh-ins. Yeah, I could not miss it. So, yeah, that's the thing. And uh, I also knew that two of my friends that were going with me were already infected. And, uh, you know, their risk of getting it was lower. So I'm like, yo, let's just go. Let's just go, man. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, it, it kind of came. Like, I like it's not really a surprise because I kind of had this suspicion, you know, on Saturday. So on Saturday, I was I tested positive and I was like, oh, well, you know, um, called MOH and uh, I said I wanted a hotel because first thing of all, um, okay, the reason I had then was, your free staycation. But then there's another reason that deve- like, I, I kind of had it's because like um next friday from okay like it was saturday and uh the, the next friday we actually had a family trip um to phuket and i was so worried that i could not make it uh because you had to quarantine for 7 days yeah so so technically from the day that i started and if i if I were to stay home, uh, by Friday, I should be out. I could be able to travel. But but I was like, it's too risky because if I were to stay home inside my shoebox room, um, the likelihood of me exiting the room more than twice a day is is mad. Like, like it's not possible for me to stay in the room for the whole day. I would need to go out and grab stuff and linger outside. Yeah, and... Um, the chances of spreading it to my family is uh, very high so I was like okay it's safer to just you know book myself into a hotel just you know call MOH and get it done so uh, I called them on a Saturday on uh, on the Saturday um, I think it was like the afternoon already because I spent like the first two hours of, of my morning uh, stressing out and uh, I was calling everyone and uh, what I should have done was I should have visited uh, the doctor straight away uh, when I tested positive so that uh, they could they could you know register me as you know COVID positive and I could ask for my my, my hotel conveyance from that day onwards then they'll be they that will have counted as day one but uh, I choose to drag on till Sunday uh, to do so 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 because on Saturday, um, you know, it's a weekend, you know, clinics are closed, you know, they, most of them close, like, once lunch is over, they close. So uh, by the time I got the thought of going to the doctor, it was, everything was closed, all right? And I didn't have any choice but to, you know, wait for the next day to actually, um, you know, go go and see a doctor and get myself tested. So that's what I did, you know, I... When get tested and I was positive, of course, and you know, uh, I asked them for conveyance, and then I went home, and then I watched UFC two seven five from home, and it was one of the best events ever in twenty 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 two. I was like, I was so jealous because I gave my ticket away to a sub. Uh, you know, he made good use of it. He only paid half the price that I paid. He got it. I got the tickets. It was a cat five tickets. Uh, for a hundred and four dollars. And um, sold it to sub for fifty five dollars, but you know at least I'm getting part of my money back. So it is what it is. But I'm still super jealous because the event was so good. I watched it from home, and I was like jumping out of my chair and shit, you know, because there were so many knockouts. And yo, the fight of the night was definitely you know Glover against Prohaska because it what well, you know like. The, it's like one of the best like heavyweight bouts that we've ever seen because there's so many like reversals. Like, you know, one second, Prohaska was winning, another second, Glover was winning. So, yo, it would have been mad to see it in person, you know. Our seats weren't bad. It was still a pretty good view. And, you know, it could have been me. So, yeah. Um, three hours after, like, okay, not three hours, maybe like four or five hours later, um, 
there's a van that came and picked me up and uh I got checked into this hotel. Alright. So um I do actually have a journal that I've that I've written down of uh my accounts of this hotel experience. Alright. So uh this kind of developed for the seven days, like uh, uh throughout the throughout the, the the seven days I slowly developed this journal day by day of my of my thoughts and uh, what happened during my stay. So uh yeah, this podcast would kinda would mainly surround this um account of mine. Alright. So um yeah, for day one there isn't really much because I actually checked in and I was really thrilled. I was like sending videos uh of of this hotel room to all my friends, you know. I was doing this whole room tour, you know. And I was like saying, yo, look, I got two beds to play around. Yo, if, I, if I'm sick of one bed for the first day, on the second day, I could go to another bed, yo. And I was like, yo, there's this platform in front of the window for me to sit on to do yoga on. I was thrilled, you know. <laughs> there was a bathtub, you know. Imagine, okay, imagine the amount of, of hours I could soak in there, you know, because I'm alone. I mean, initially, I thought I was alone. Right? I can't wait to, you know, strip myself from my clothes, spend my seven days naked over there that's really my dream you know <laughs> to have a long time and um yeah and i went to my stay uh i got these doorbells like this like uh, my room doorbell rang and uh i thought oh it must be my dinner because uh it's around like seven at the time so i'm like all right no big deal because uh, they told us if uh you know, if we ring your doorbell, it means we are giving you your, your grab order or your or your food, you know, your your meal. And I was like, cool. Um, you know, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna wait for a minute or two before I answer the door and take my food up. But the doorbell rang like after ten seconds. I'm like, oh shit. So, you know, I know it's not my food anymore. So I went to answer it. I went to answer my door and uh and uh, at that moment, you know, I was exercising my room. It was. You know, because I'm on like a eighty day string at the time, and um, I had to fulfill my my Apple Watch rings. You know, so I was like, I was like shadow boxing. I was putting on music, and it was an awkward moment to you know uh have someone enter my room, answer the door, and you know this person in like full PPE was like, "Yo, your roommate's here," and you know this scrawny kid. I, okay, he's not a scrawny kid, but uh, at the time I thought he was a scrawny kid. He walked into my room. You know, he's like he's kind of wimpy kind of walked, walked into my room, scrambled, waddled into my room actually. I, I was like appalled, you know, I was taken aback. I was like, the fuck is this? I thought this was my room. And then, you know, the whole bed one, bed two labeling kind of made sense. I was like, oh, you are the fucker I'm sharing room with, huh? Yeah. And uh, I didn't think it was gonna be real, you know. Uh, you know, the MOH, the MOH guy that I talked to, okay, MOH means Ministry of, of uh, Health, by the way. Yeah. Uh, the other agency that you have to call, call, you know, when you have COVID. Yeah, so I talked to this person and he was like, yo, you might be sharing rooms with someone of a different gender. And I thought that was a scare because he added in another gender. And I was like, yo, no way. I'm gonna, They're going to give me another gender to share the room with. But I, I didn't expect the sharing rooms to be kind of part of the truth. So, yo... <laughs> Yeah, so that's what happened. That's what happened. I just realized that I'm sharing rooms with this fella, you know. But yo, the first day wasn't that bad because like, you know, we just did our thing. You know, he he was very sick. He had a fever. He just went straight to bed after that. Didn't shower, nothing at all. Just went straight to bed, you know. And I was like, yeah, it's cool, you know. Um, asked for his name. Didn't remember it, of course, because it's a Chinese name, you know. Who remembers? Who, who actually has... The, the the brain power the brain capacity to remember a Chinese name yeah so you know I didn't remember his name so I was like yeah cool you know and uh, we didn't really talk much because he's kind of he's kind of sick so you know he just went went straight to bed and uh, continued doing my thing you know uh, there was we were given a table you know this long ass table that that uh, with with like an office chair for you to sit on so I kind because I was there first I reserved that seat so that seat was officially mine uh, so I spent the whole night sitting there, and uh, I was watching Netflix. I was, uh, I was trying to complete uh season two of Drive to Survive, you know. And what was annoying me was the fact that he was really sleeping, 
and uh, it's the fact that he gets up every 20 minutes and I feel so guilty because uh, the lights were still on because I was still awake and at this point it was only like 9 o'clock right and it was so annoying because whenever he wakes up he he makes these noises you know he makes like this uh, noise I'm okay I'm not kidding he makes this type of moaning noises right uh, you know the type where like you know, you are sleeping and then someone tries to wake you up. Yeah, the noise that you make, like, uh, mm, mm, yeah, that's the noise he made, okay? It's so fucking annoying. And he wakes up every 20 minutes, okay? Uh, okay, maybe he wakes up partially because of me because um, it's such a quiet room. No one's, there's no, like, like noise coming in whatsoever because uh, at that point of time, uh, that whole floor, we are the only room that was occupied in the whole floor. So it was absolutely quiet at night. And uh, I was sitting on this office chair and, you know, every time it's I swivel around to, you know, get up the chair or what, um, it makes this sound, it makes this creaking sound and uh, it's it's loud, you know, inside, inside this um, quiet room and, you know, he wakes up every time and I get so annoyed. <laughs> yeah, so that was kind of my first day. I went to, yeah, I just caught up with uh, Drive to Survive on Netflix and uh, I showered and then... Uh, they forgot to give me my dinner, so I was forced to buy um food from Grab. And then they took another hour just to deliver the food up to my room, so I was really annoyed. And uh, yeah, nothing else really happened. I went to bed earlier than usual. I went to bed at like, around twelve. Yeah, that was the first day. Okay, so for the second day, you know, I had more time to to my roommate we all kind of got up at the same time at around nine and uh yeah we we kind of had casual conversations along the way you know as we were running our errands you know as we were eating our food uh as we were going to the toilet on the way on the way back from the toilet we you know we, we were having these casual conversations you know we found out each other's name we found out each other's age yeah and uh you know i found out that he was a 31 year old guy who has his own company I'm like Huh Because look man His stature was small He has this small stature Like he's like a midget Right He's like the height of 5'1 He's small He's small So I thought he was like a kid at first So yeah That kind of Caught me off guard You know So I Found out that he was doing sales For his company His company sold like this Water mineral pro- product You know It's like a water dispenser But it dispenses water Oh no sorry It dispenses minerals Into the water you know, and then you got it there, and um, yeah, he his company sells there, so I'm like, yeah, cool, you know. But uh, he, we didn't really have much uh, common you know common grounds that uh, we share, common interests that we share. You know, he likes C pop and J pop, I guess, and he watches only Chinese dramas. So that was kind of a downer for me because I thought like, okay, maybe we will we'll share like the love for sports or soccer or something like that. But no, it didn't happen. I was on the other spectrum of of him. So I just kind of prepared myself for a boring next few days because this guy is boring as fuck. Right? Yeah, and uh, yeah, day two was kind of like the day that I also found out that he was kind of gross. Alright, because, um, uh, because we had COVID. So, you know, COVID forces you to drink water like like three times the amount of water that, that you drink on a normal day for some reason you wake up feeling fucking thirsty and then throughout the day you just drink a lot of water even though you're doing nothing you're you're not even breaking a sweat but it just forces you to drink water right so we are going to the toilet like once or twice every day uh, no not 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 every day i mean every hour so uh you know how hotel how hotel toilets are you know it's the fact that there was there is so much echo inside the toilet and everything you do inside the toilet is amplified. So I kind of realized that this guy isn't washing his hands to, uh, you know, once he pees, you know. And it annoys the fuck out of me because, like, he's walking around with his unwashed hands, touching everything, touching the doorknobs of our door, touching his bed. I mean, his bed is fine. I'm not going to touch his bed. But he touches the tables, he touches areas around me, man. And it annoys the fuck out of me, man. So, you know, the feeling of dread is overcoming me because I realized that this is the guy I'm going to share my room with for the next few days, up to six more days, man. Yeah. And uh, that's what happens in day two. Oh, yeah. And uh, and uh, let me add on one more thing. 
right? So you guys know that, you know, us as guys, as an average guy, when we pee, we stand up, we we flip the, the, the lid open and we pee into the toilet. That's how normal guys do. But guys like me though, okay, you can call me a pussy or like a, or like a beta, but I prefer to sit to pee. <laughs> Alright, the reason is because you don't have to aim. You, you don't have to aim and it's much cleaner because, you know, um, if you stand up and pee, most likely your pee, uh, sometimes, okay, sometimes your pee will actually touch the rim of the toilet and it splatters everywhere, every fucking where, like all over the, the ground around the toilet and it's fucking disgusting. Yeah, so this was kind of what happened, you know, and uh, okay, I don't blame him for it, it you know, this is how a normal guy is supposed to pee, but like, it annoys me, you know. I think, yeah, yeah. that's a small little um, point that I'm going to add in in day two because uh, that's part of the dread, you know. That's part of the reason why the dread, the dreaded feeling came over me like, yo, I'm not going to enjoy this, yo. Okay, so for day three, this is when um, shit start to get a little bit weird because this I, I have a feeling that this guy is starting to get a little bit comfortable around me because he was starting to do this weird-ass cough. Like, okay, a normal cough should sound like this. <coughs> okay, that's a normal cough, alright? But this guy had a cough, like, um, like, just imagine old people clearing their throats, you know? They'll clear their throats and they'll spit out, you know, that sound, you know, that <coughs> sound, you know? Yeah, he would do that sound, he would do that sound right after he coughs, and it's fucking annoying, because he does it so fucking loud, and he does it in the middle of the night, you know? I woke up on day three because of this fucking guy's cough, his weird-ass cough. Okay, to describe it in in words, it's kind of a hybrid between like like a cough and old people clearing clearing their throats because it sounds exactly like how old people how old people would clear their throats, but it's short, like a cough, so it startles you, you know, because it'll come out of nowhere, and uh you know I this this uh detail is so small it's so small so. I couldn't like approach him on the fact that it's annoying me, you know, and that was what ate, ate on uh, my mental state, um, you know, since that day, because he started to do this cough from day three onwards till like the very moment we left, he was still doing this weird ass um, cough that startles me every time, and yo, my paranoia just begins to increase from, you know, day three onwards, so uh, what else did I do in day three? Okay, so day three was kind of like the last day of isolation, last day of confinement. That's what they said. Uh, it's like, um, it's like the last day that you don't test. Because when you check into the hotel, your first three days you don't test. You know, that's like the days where you you rest and um, uh, you kind of try your best to recover. And then from day four onwards, uh, that's when you start to test. So day three, I was really hoping that day four I, uh, test negative so that I could be able to get out and uh make it for the Phuket trip with my family. And, uh, yeah, and, okay, uh, okay, I wrote here that day three happens to be the day that this fella took his first shower. Yeah, he didn't shower for the first two days, and, uh, it's kind of nasty. So, I remember, like, um, day two, he was telling me, like, oh, you're going for a shower? Okay, I, I personally not gonna shower because I didn't sweat. I'm like, alright, sure, I'm not gonna force you, you know, I couldn't, couldn't do shit. So yeah, it's kinda nasty. It's kinda nasty. So oh, it was his first shower. That's what I wrote down here. What else did I write? Oh yeah. Okay. So it was his first shower and you know, he showered like in the morning. And uh I went to use the toilet right after that because, you know, I'm drinking a lot of water. And I realized this fucker doesn't know how to use the shower curtains because the floor was wet as fuck, man. So like So I went to to, I went to like ask him, yo, what the fuck is the fuck is wrong with you? And why why is the floor wet? And he was saying like, oh um you know it's the bathtub you know um I don't know how 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 do I contain the water? I'm like use the shower curtain you fool. And he was like, oh that's how it's supposed to that's how it was supposed to be used. And I was like, yo I'm done bro. I mean the fuck how do you not know how to use a shower curtain? You you simply slide it over to cover yourself. Yeah. 
and yeah, from from that day onwards, um, the floor mat was permanently damp, and uh, I kind of know, I kind of knew that shitting in the toilet was not gonna be fun anymore because my feet was gonna be wet, and uh, that ruins the experience for me. You know, what I mean, as you know, um, toilet is my favorite place because it's like the only place I could be alone in my thoughts, come up with, come up with you know deep shower thoughts and all that. Yeah, it's my favorite place, and it kind of ruins that for me because of the damp floors. You know. Alright, moving on to, um, oh yeah, wait, one more point for day three, right? I was I also figured out that this guy did not brush his teeth at all. Okay, moving on, day four. Okay, day four came along, I was dying from despair to get out of this hotel room because I kind of realized, like, I'm not going to take, I'm, I can't stand this any longer, you know? So, uh, I, I hopped out a bit, uh, on day four because uh, I kind of realized like oh this is the first day we're going to test and I tested and came back positive of course because what's the likelihood of recovering within four days right yeah and um, the lines were clear were clear so there's no way I'm going to escape you know with a f- with like a false test and uh, my roommate was um, also also tested positive so uh yeah we were in this together i was not thrilled of course but uh he seems fine he seems like he likes spending time with me <laughs> yeah and um okay for day four he okay what i wrote in my journal was he was still wearing the same clothes since day one that he entered this room so yeah same shirt same pants same everything and he you know he has I could I could kind of tell that he has a lot of phlegm from the way he cough he coughs you know like the whole clearing throat cough and what he does is whenever he clears his throat he spits in a, into a tissue paper and he leaves it uh, at the side of his bed because you know one side of his bed was um, was touching the wall of the toilet so he leaves it in the crevice that uh, is in between the bed and the wall and I didn't realize that for the first like um for the first three days, but I started to realize this in a day four. He keeps coughing into this and, and and spitting into this um this bunch of tissue paper, and he just like puts it at the side of his bed. So fucking disgusting, you know. And then uh you know that was when I kind of stepped in. I and I gave him the 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 dustbin. And I said, "Yo, put all your fucking tissue in here and throw this shit out," you know. And he finally did it, you know. Yeah, and uh. On day four was also the day that I that uh, I got some news from home that my maid was uh she got COVID also you know. A- and uh from that day onwards I kind of realized like okay uh the trip our Phuket trip was most likely cancelled because my parents were kind of cautious around uh this you know their health and uh, they definitely do not want to go to Thailand. Uh, with the fact with uh with uh, the fact that they were high risk in mind so yeah it, um indeed my parents went to to cancel the trip okay not canceled at first they said they were going to postpone the trip to christmas and i was like yeah sure but then uh but but later down the road i realized that they canceled the trip so yeah i kind of bummed out because of that and uh, i co- also kind of realized that staying in this hotel was kind of pointless because the trip was not going to happen anyways but i Kind of figured that um, my mate caught the the virus from me, and I realized that um, how she got it was, um, you know, I was at my I was in my house with COVID for the first two days, of course, uh, and uh, I would leave occasionally to take stuff from outside the room, or I would use the toilet. And I remember like two or three of the times that uh, I did that, I came back to my room. I realized that she has entered the room to put like fresh clothes, like our clean clothes on my bed. And you know, I didn't think much of it. You know, I most prob I most probably thought like, oh, um, she probably she you know she must have opened the door, tossed it on on, on my bed, and closed the door. So I'm like, alright, it's fine. But uh, that was apparently how she got it from me. And you know, I was filming because like, oh, my, you know, my family would have went to the trip if it wasn't for her. Yeah. And uh oh yeah and okay what else uh for day four okay there's a there's a third point right here that says oh yeah I I also started taking out my pants and underwear when doing my business because the toilet floors are getting so fucking moist 
I don't want my garments to be soiled by the pee on the waist mat of, of my waist mat roommate. Okay, so um, this point right here, let me just explain it. Alright, so uh, this guy was, his aim, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if it's because his aim is bad or he was just missing the toilet bowl completely, but like the, the areas around our toilet bowl was getting so fucking glossy from his pee because I, I assume that he just pees on the floor sometimes. It was getting so fucking glossy and so fucking shiny and moist from his pee that whenever I do number two, it, you know, I have to pull my pants down and uh, I wear sweatpants. So it will most definitely touch the, the floors of the toilet. It was, yeah, it was nasty. So, you know, every time, every single fucking time I do my business, I have to take my pants off uh, just in case it, just in case, you know, it, I don't want it to touch the disgusting floor. So, yeah, that's uh, the last point I, I had for day four. So, uh, we move on to day five. Yeah, for day five, I started off with, my God, it was so hard to sleep last night. Uh, I fell asleep before my head even touched the, the pillow, but I was awoken like 30 minutes after uh, from the horrific coughs, uh, you know, that fucking annoying um, clear throat cough that my roommate was doing. And then it took me another 20 minutes to fall back asleep. Yeah, and uh, kind of had to deal with this every night. I have no idea why uh, only day 5 I put it in here. But yeah, I, I didn't really have um, like uninterrupted sleep for like 3 quarter of the time I was there because my, my roommate was, was, would find some reason to wake me up, you know. But mainly it's because of his cough, you know. His cough is so fucking loud. It wakes, it wakes you up like, in, like instantly, you know, especially... Uh, you know, the light sleepers like me, you know. But, uh, yeah, I've... You know, the beds in this hotel was super comfortable uh, compared to the bed at home that I sleep on. And I would actually return to the hotel just for its bed because it's so fucking comfortable. Like, I would spend less than 10 minutes most of the time uh, to fall asleep, and I do it every night, which is not a sure, which is which is not a confirmed thing for at home because at home sometimes I could, it takes me like two hours just to fall asleep, and yeah, I think that's the only good takeaway from this uh, hotel experience. So for day five, um, I tested myself again, and uh, I initially thought that it was negative, but. It ended up being positive, of course. Same occurrence after, you know, 20 minutes of waiting. Positive. Yeah, uh, you know, this day was was was, was kind of bad because um, the paranoia was getting to me, you know. If you're... the If you are hygienic and you're sharing a room with an unhygienic person, the paranoia that you face is really overwhelming sometimes because, um, you know, you you see them do these horrific deeds... Like, you know, spilling shit on the bed and walking around with oily, greasy hands. And you being the other end of the, of the spectrum, you're, you're really fighting the losing battle, you know. Because if you think about it, you being hygienic would not scare the other person. But them being unhygienic would scare the fuck out of you. And it, it, and it bothers you, you know. Like, uh, for me, um, day 6 was uh, the day that this guy added another layer to my paranoia because he... He uh he bought chips, he he bought chips from a uh, grandmart, and this fellow was you know eating chips on his bed. Okay, it doesn't it didn't it didn't bother me like uh the fact that he was eating chips on his bed, but it bothered me. The fact that bothered me was um he was walking around, uh right after eating these these chips with his oily ass fingers touching everything, man. So imagine the germs from the toilet because he doesn't he doesn't wash his hands, and then. His, and then, uh, you know, with all with grease and oils added onto it, he was just touching everything. And yo, I just wanted to, <laughs> I just want to get out, man. <laughs> but, yo, no, <laughs> this guy was just making it so hard, bro. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I was ranting to my friends about this guy. So you guys should, okay, if you guys are my friends, you guys are my close friends, you know, Vic, Sub, Daniel, Josh, you guys should know about it, you know. About the hell that, you know, I've endured. <laughs> yeah. Alright, let's uh, move on. See what else I have to say about day 5. Okay, yeah, day 5 is mainly just me ranting about um, 
about how paranoid I am about uh this 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 fellow who was who was um unhygienic, you know. Yeah, so I added in right here. Goddamn, he also added another trophy to his accolades of unhygienic awards. Yeah, that was that was just writing masterclass from me, you get what I mean? Okay, we move on to day six. So um I tested again and uh I was too positive and uh I almost offed myself, I almost killed myself from the amount of um sadness I feel. I felt that I was hopeless, you know. Just wanted just wanted to get out, you know. Yeah, and this and this guy, this guy, my roommate, he also tested positive. The moment I heard that, I almost fell into. I almost fell on my knees. I was like, "You, I can't take another day of it." You know, okay. It's either I test negative, I'm out, I'm free, or he tests negative and I test positive, and at least I have the hotel room to myself to you know get work done, get shit done, you know. But uh, it didn't happen. Yeah. And, fuck man. So I thought like, you know. I, just make the best of what I have, you know. What I have right now is the whole day free, you know. I have a lot of free time. So, I thought of what I could do. And uh, it was to plan. The only thing I had to do was to plan, like, next weekend. Because next weekend was kind of like my going away party or gathering that I planned off a few weeks ago. You know, I had this idea of um gathering all my close mates and uh, just having... Like a ceremony of um, you know, shaving one's head, you know, it should be quite common between um, uh, you know, NS guys, you know, you know those, you know, like the weekend before we always shave our head. So I thought, yo, I want to do that. Also, I didn't want to pay two dollars for the haircut, you know, and all right. So I started to plan. I started to plan, uh, the hotel, the beach club. And uh, the hotel planning took like about three hours. I was making a bunch of phone calls, you know. I was f- I was phoning people to see if like they could come. So yeah, that took out uh most of uh the daylight hours of my day six. But the highlight came at night when uh my mom called and she was mad as fuck. And uh because she heard about the plans that I was planning, um you know for the next weekend with my friends, and she was like, "Yo, have you forgotten your family?" And uh, yeah, she started accusing me of um ruin of ruining the trip and you know i think account for that but like she didn't have to do it while i was depressed and in isolation because uh, i just further ruined my mood you know and uh i was in that gray area right now where i don't i I don't want to stay in the hotel anymore but also at the same time i didn't want to go home because i kind of realized that you know tomorrow is day seven and day seven was the day that they kick us out of the hotel no matter if you're positive or not so I was dreading every day. There's no happiness, man. There's no happiness in isolation at all. Okay, moving on to um, day seven. Day seven uh, was, was, I'll say, I, th- I thought it would be eventful because, you know, checking out, going home, I thought I would, um, you know, do more, but uh, not really much, actually. So, uh, we, so I started off with waking up super early, by accident, of course, because of uh the uh this fucker I was sharing the room with, so he was like it was like six or seven, and you know the sun was just rising. Uh, I forgot to close the curtain, so light was really starting to come in, and uh this fucker was packing his bags, and he wasn't even doing it quietly, right? So uh you know he came in with like a haversack, like this carry on haversack bag, and he came in with tons of plastic bags. So he was just clearing his plastic bags and all. And all that, you know, he has tons of trash on his table. And he was trying to clear it, you know, because it was checkout day. And, uh, you know, these plastic bags, they made a lot of sound if you ruffle them. And simply, and it's simply what this guy was doing. He was ruffling them. And uh, he was sitting on his bed. He was ruffling them. He was shoving them into dustbins. He was, he was like, packing some of them in, in his bag for some reason. And he, he wasn't even doing it quietly. Like, he was doing it so aggressively. And, it, of course, it woke the fuck, the fuck out of me. Because... I could literally hear it on my right ear. Like, it was right next to me. It was so annoying, but I didn't want to... I didn't want to erupt. You know, I didn't want to burst out of anger at this guy. You know, just for waking me up, 
you know so I, I really tried my best to just go back to sleep but you know the, the the sound of the plastic bag just kept going on and on for like another 15 minutes you know this was this 15 minutes was the time I tried to go to sleep and you know I I didn't have any, I just couldn't go, go back to sleep and I just you know I just dragged myself out and uh, just did my you know just started with my day but you know what got me mad was the fact that I did so much like the previous few 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 days uh to kind of minimize the noise that I make while I was awake and while he was asleep and you know I just I just didn't get it back <laughs> so it pissed me the fuck off yeah so bad start of the day already but uh but but after that you know they kind of went on normally uh you know I turned on my Netflix again watched a few comedy specials uh and then when um when midday hits like around 12 like around like 10 11 okay not midday when the early, when the late morning hits uh we finally got the call uh to get ready to pack and uh we'll be able to get out the the hotel uh around 12 or 1 o'clock 12 to 12 p.m to 1 p.m yeah that's the time they set for us so you know both of us we were you know kind of thrilled so uh you know i finished up my lunch I went ahead to pack everything. This was around like eleven thirty, and I was like so thrilled, you know. I I packed everything. I wiped everything down with uh this this bacterial wipes, and I just sat by the window. You know, there's this platform in front of the window. I just sat by by the window because that's where I usually sit during like sunset to watch the sunset. And I just sat there and I just waited. I just waited for the moment. Uh, we got picked up and we got checked out, and yeah, it came. It came around twelve thirty, and uh. This fella in a in a PPE outfit came to pick us up, and yeah we, and then um the checkout process was super fast like we just had to tell like this person at the lobby, um our room number and he was like ah yeah you're free to go and we went out, so I thought like I'll see I thought this was the last of um my roommate that I'll see but that's untrue because I walked out and he was like yo where headed I'm like oh, I'm taking a bus, so I thought like. He he was saying some shit like, oh, okay, I can't wait to book my Grab. He was telling me like half an hour before we were checked out. Oh, man, I'm looking at Grab prices. Oh, the, the Grab prices were cheap. Oh, I can't wait to book it. And I was like, ah, oh, cool. You know, at least you'll be away from me. But then he was like, oh, right, let me just follow you. Yo. I was so annoyed. I was like, fuck off, man. But, you know, being a nice guy, you can't, you can't say shit like that. You know, your, your mouth just, your brain just couldn't, couldn't bring the mouth to say it, you know. So, I was like, alright, fine. You know, what's the best he could do? Follow, follow me on the same bus. But he actually did follow me on the same bus. Ha <laughs> ha. Okay, so he lives in like Sengkang. So, I thought like he has a bus over there that he could take. I'm like, alright, you're just going to walk me to the bus stop. And we're going to split ways from there, alright. But he hopped onto the same bus with me. That, that was headed to Dobigot. Uh, Dobigot was five stops away from us, so thank God it was a short bus ride. But uh, we alighted from Dobigot. I said goodbye to him. Thank God he did not ask me for his for my Instagram because it'll be awkward as fuck. Because I do not want to give it to him, man. But thank God I think he got he kind of got the cue not to ask and just to fuck off graciously. But yeah, other than that, um, that was kind of like the end of my journey. You know, I took a bus ride back because I took a bus ride back, like two buses back because I did not have have um okay i did have the money to afford the grab but the thing is like the grab was 40 dollars from my from uh the hotel so i'm like hell no you know i just took a bus back and yeah you know i came back and uh everything was good you know i thought i would receive a cold greeting from my parents but no apparently yeah everything was good so yeah that that kind of summarizes um this experience of mine and oh yeah, uh, there's one more thing to add. Uh, day seven, the night of day seven was kind of the night that I recorded the first podcast. Yeah, and it was like the moment I anticipated for a very long time. Uh, from like the first day of uh isolation, I already thought of this idea, and I just didn't get to execute it. So, this was the very moment I got to record and execute uh the initial idea I had. Um, but the first episode was kind of like an intro episode, so, uh, it took me, uh, like, a really long time to record it, actually. So, you guys, 
could see the duration of the first episode is like half an hour but in real time it took me an hour because I was so self-conscious about uh, the way I was talking the amount of buffer words I was using in between sentences so uh, if you guys get a little bit bothered by the way that I repeat words such as like um you know you know what I mean you know yeah those words please excuse me I'm still working on on it as you guys know I have a speech problem so that justify that justifies it all uh but yeah it's it's actually been really enjoyable talking to myself as a solo one man team on this podcast but uh you know I'm open minded to having people when this podcast gets more famous of course uh cause as of currently let me see how many um streams i have hold on let me just oh we have 10 streams oh ho oh, oh. ho okay i didn't expect 10 10 streams alright i only expected like 5 at most so yeah 10 streams within like 3 day it's really not a bad number to start off uh for a podcast that is pretty new and uh you know I'm a rookie in this still trying to figure things out so uh I'll count the first 5 episodes as kind of like the trial and error so this is the second episode uh I'm trying I'm trying to push out as many episodes before I get uh enlisted which going to get enlisted next Tuesday so I still have about 6 days to play with uh, I'm trying to I'm aiming for um an episode for the next 5 days and then i would schedule them to be posted every week or so or maybe i would do two episodes a week uh i'll have to calculate you know if i have enough resources and uh media for you know to have it released twice a week but uh as i was saying i was i'm i'm open minded you know to have people on this podcast famous or not um you know all types of personal personality you know the only the only reason w- okay uh the only reason why I didn't start this podcast earlier was the fact that I couldn't find anyone to do it with yeah and um I still couldn't find anyone to do it with to today still yet to meet the the person the second host um but so far as as you know I've been doing this solo uh I feel that it's quite enjoyable to talk to myself I didn't know I had I had the gift to just carry on talking on uh a subject that I I intend to talk about and I you know I always thought that you need a second person to kind of like carry the conversation but uh I do feel something lacking as as you know a solo host on this you know I do I do want to try having a second person on this podcast you know it maybe brings brings out another side of me you know uh it bring it, it may add another layer of um into this podcast so uh yeah i'm still still open for trial and error first five episodes are meant for trial and error you know um yeah but thanks for watching or not watching listening to this podcast really appreciate that uh you guys took your time to listen to the first podcast and uh um supporting me i guess so yeah enjoy your day guys bye